Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about the seven kinds of intuition. This is a lesson I did recently in a mastermind group I host every week, but it was so good that I thought I wanted to bring it to you as well. So we're going to cover seven different ways that you can connect with your intuition. So I'll talk a little bit about what is intuition, what are the different parts of our ourselves that we use to connect with intuition, and then I'll break down very succinctly what are the seven kinds of intuition and give you some tips on how to develop those. So I've been getting asked a lot lately about intuition. And this is just another kind of peek into uh, some things that I've learned. And I hope that it's extremely valuable and helpful to you. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, so let's talk about intuition. This is probably the one area that I get asked questions about more than any other area that I talk about. So let me clarify what intuition is. So intuition is the ability for you to use several parts of yourself. So, you know, we have our physical body, right? And our physical body has all of these, um, I call them antennas, right? They're basically our, uh, our senses, if you will. Uh, you know, you've got your five senses and it allows you to experience this life, right? Now, you also have your subconscious brain. Uh, So your five senses are related to your conscious brain, which is your awake, aware, alert brain. You've also got your subconscious brain. Now, in your subconscious brain, you basically collect all of the data that you've had, uh, that you've been exposed to for your whole life, okay? So currently I'm 42 years old. I've collected a lot of data. Actually, the other day, my 11 year old and I were talking and, uh, and we were talking about how much a person knows. And she said, well, mom, you're so much more smarter than I am because you know so many more things. And I said, well, let's talk about that. Is that true? And I said, you know, I've been around a lot more than you have. Uh, so almost four times longer than you have. So yeah, I do know several things, uh, more than you do, but you know, there are things that you know that I don't know. Right. And she's like, yeah, that's right. And so she started naming off all this stuff that I didn't know. And I said, you're right. You know that. And I don't. So it's not that we're smarter. We just have different experiences. Okay. So your subconscious collects all this data over time. And when you expose yourself to something over and over and over and over again, uh, in time, you become an expert in that thing. There's a book out there called, uh, blink by Malcolm Gladwell. And in it, he talks about, um, several different examples, but if somebody is exposed to something for 10,000 hours in their lifetime, they become an expert at it. Uh, he uses an example of a a tennis pro. Um, and because you have stored 10,000 hours of experience in your subconscious brain, you can now access that very quickly. So you can combine your senses along with your subconscious data and you can have a sort of intuition that happens. Now, another kind of intuition that happens is when you use your five senses, but you're connecting more to the spirit world, okay? So um, I I call my higher power source. You might call it God or, um, you know, energy or the universe or mother nature, whatever the term is for you, I use source. So I believe that source is 
constantly on the lookout for people who are open to receiving ideas. Now, ideas might be everything from, you know, uh, call your sister today. She needs, needs to talk to you, right? Or text this person or, you know, on a walk, pick up that stick. Um, or, you know, an idea for like myself, we've got this spiritual laws class coming up. That was an idea that was given to me a long time ago that I've been studying and getting ready for and preparing for. And I'm really excited to be able to launch it. I promise I'll tell you guys the, the info soon. I just don't have the, the page all set up yet, but it can be any sort of idea. And when we use our senses to get in touch with source and we get those ideas, then we can also use our conscious brain and our subconscious brain to do something with them. So many times we look at kind of like my 11 year old that, you know, you're, you're smart because you know stuff. I think, especially if you, you study some of the, the gentlemen who really built this country way back when, uh, I'm thinking Thomas Edison, um, uh, Thomas Jefferson, there, there's some others as well, but if you, and Einstein too was like this, but they all noticed that there was, um, oh, a sense of genius, if you will. And what they all realized is it's not what you know. When you tap into this genius, which is really what I'm talking about today, your intuition now you can, other people will look at you like you're so smart, right? But in reality, you're getting in touch with, with source. Source gives you an idea. You use your, your executive functioning faculties, like your creativity and imagination to be like, Ooh, okay. Well, if I took that idea, what would that look like? And then you walk it out and you find people to help you. And you, you know, that's how many of the inventions, uh, that, that kind of have changed the, the world have come about. So how do you get in touch with this sort of intuition? Well, there's seven kinds of intuition and I'm going to describe them briefly. So as I go with each one of these, one the thing that I would like you to do is think about what is uh, your primary one? We all have a primary one. Even if we haven't developed it yet, there's usually one that is primary. You might have more than one. Okay. So figure out which one of these is yours. Um, okay. So the first kind of intuition is, is through seeing through sight, uh, images, visions, um, symbols. Uh, this is my primary one. Oftentimes when I, let's say I'm, I'm having a dream or sometimes when I'm in the, usually when I'm in the shower or taking a walk, I will see images of things or Sometimes when I'm talking to people, this is one that's, that's happening a lot more lately. I'll be talking to someone and all of a sudden a vision or image will show up. Um, and it will give me information I need to know about that person. Uh, I actually was talking to a client the other day and I saw something on their physical body. And when I asked them about it, um, she realized, yeah, I'm, I am having pain there. And I said, what's that about? And she didn't know. And so she actually made a, a doctor's appointment and she found out that she had to have surgery. Uh, it was a pain she was ignoring. And because I, I was open to receiving something through my intuition and I noticed this about her, it was just the, enough of a nudge to get her to go and check it out. Now, I'm not saying that I'm the one that, you know, hey, so glad that you, 
you know, talk to me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is that because I was open, I was able to give her the message of what I was seeing and she had to walk it out. So she still had to do something with that. So you might see things. Uh, another one that's very common is hearing. You're able to hear things. Uh, sometimes this is an audible thing. Uh, most times it's not. Um, sometimes I'll get this one and I'll, I'll often hear some of the same messages. Um, you know, sometimes I did, I've shared this on the podcast before. One time I was taking a walk and, uh, I just heard that still small voice really say, pick up the stick. Now there was no reason to pick up that stick. There was no logic in that, but I said, okay, because I want to listen to that voice. I picked up the stick and five or six steps down the road, put down the stick. Okay. Put down the stick. You know, it might not seem like that big of a deal, but it really is because when you pay attention and you focus and you, um, cooperate with those small things, then you can open up that part of your intuition to getting more ideas. I will often hear things, uh, when I'm out for a walk and when I come home, I usually have a notepad with me. Um, but sometimes I'll, I'll leave it here at home and I just got to sit down and write a whole bunch of stuff. So the yours might be hearing. Another one that is prevalent, I find that a lot of people try to dismiss or ignore is knowing. So there's, um, a, a sense of just knowing something. You don't understand why you know this. You just know it. I say it's like going from no idea. So N-O, there's no idea, zero ideas to knowing an idea, K-N-O-W, no idea, very quick. Uh, and the, this knowing can just be something that's kind of in your gut. We talk about gut instinct or gut reactions, Sometimes it's also paired with seeing or hearing. So oftentimes in some of my clients, they'll, they'll, they will um, charge me with the idea of, of using Jedi mind tricks on them. Uh, because there are some times when somebody can be talking about something and I will know everything in my spirit says, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're lying to themselves. And so when I call them out on it or I ask them questions about it, they're like, oh yeah, you're right. I, yeah, that's probably not really what I want, right? And I try to do this with all gentleness and care. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we all, myself included, can really convince ourselves of things that are not true. And so this sense of knowing something is really important. Uh, oftentimes I'll talk to moms who have uh, this sense of knowing that something is not right with their children. Uh, I've had several clients in the past few years who felt like, you know, I've taken my child to the doctor. The doctor said everything's okay. I just had this knowing that it's not. And so I usually encourage them, go, go to another doctor. You've got to go until you, you feel that peace. And honestly, the, the three moms that I've talked to in the last few years, every single one, there has been some underlying cause in their child that is very difficult to diagnose. And they have a knowing in their spirit that says, nope, you've got to take care of this. And when they follow that, their child is treated the way that they need to be treated. Okay. That's a sense of knowing. Another one is feeling. Um, so this one is more about, uh, feelings about emotions. 
Uh, there's a lot of folks that I work with that are empaths. So they are not only able to feel their own emotions, but they're able to feel other people's emotions. This is how uh, you can go into a room and you can feel like something is not right, right? Something's off. Or you can be talking to a person and you can feel the anger rising and you're like, hey, wait a minute, I was fine before this, but why am I angry now? Because you're catching the other person's emotions. Now, this I find is a really prevalent one. And for those who are empaths, especially the, on the DISC personality style, the, the S's, uh, and sometimes the I's too, we're um, very people-oriented folks. It can be a real issue if you don't know about boundaries. So you, you do need to learn about what is my emotion and what is their emotion. Our brains are set up in, in just amazing ways. We have these things called mirror neurons, kind of like you're looking in a mirror, right? You see your reflection, mirror neurons. And they're set up purely to, for us to be able to catch someone's emotions so we can show that person empathy and compassion. Oftentimes what happens with empaths before they understand boundaries is that their mirror neurons are very healthy. They just don't realize it's not their own emotions. Okay. When you can get in touch with the, the feelings of other people and know what's yours and what's not, Ooh, man, that becomes a very different kind of intuition. And you can start to really affect change with others in a, in a positive way. Another one is touch. So a little bit different than feelings. This is really about um, kind of feeling energy, um, feeling things in your body. Um, the best way to describe this is, is goosebumps. You know, have you ever felt goosebumps? You, you're talking to somebody and, and uh, something happens and you, you, the hair stands up, right? And it could be a, a positive or a negative thing, but, but there's energy in your body saying, hey, pay attention, right? Uh, a lot of people who are... Um, I won't say addicted, but who really enjoy high energy activities, um, going to church, being in a worshipful environment is a high energy activity. Actually going to sporting events is a very high energy activity. Going to musical concerts, that's a very high energy activity. You've got a lot of people all in one place for the same purpose. And there's a lot of high energy there. Your body feels a certain way. And you, you kind of get addicted to that energy. So if that's you, if you find yourself always in one of these places, you might have the intuition of touch. You might be able to feel that energy in different places. And the last two, I'm kind of going to lump together, uh, only because I have less experience with these two. I do have friends who have experience with these two that, that, um, you know, might not have experience with the others like I do. And they really, I mean, they, they, they use these gifts in an amazing way. So the sense of smell and taste. So you can be going about, let's say having a conversation with somebody and maybe you have a bitter taste in your mouth. And one of my friends says she always pays attention to that because that means that Either there's something inside her or inside the other person that's not, not in alignment at that moment. Uh, I, I have a friend who um, she can go into a room and she can smell things that nobody else can smell. And she says there's spiritual symbols related to that. Now, I know that there's all kinds of symbols that you can 
uh, begin to understand. And as you're developing your intuition, you may want to touch into that. So for example, um, colors and numbers and, you know, animals are all great to understand the symbols. There's meaning behind them. So for example, you know, I've had this one cardinal that just keeps kind of cardinals don't usually do this, but he keeps coming up to the window and kind of hovering at the window like a hummingbird and leaving almost every single day. He's doing that. And it's not at the window where we're feeding the birds. So that shouldn't be it. So he's just kind of hanging out there. So the other day I, I went and I looked up Cardinal and, and it has a lot of symbols. You can Google that if you want, but, um, it, it was very, it was the, it was the message I needed in the moment to help me create an action step for my day. And so I thanked the Cardinal and wouldn't you know, as soon as I got the message and I thanked the Cardinal, I actually haven't seen him since. Okay. So learning what those symbols are. So if you have a smell and a taste, learning what does, uh, you know, the smell of something burning mean when there's obviously nothing burning. Okay. So these are the seven kinds of intuition that you can uh, tap into. So again, which one of those do you think would be your primary one? Um, you know, do you have a secondary one? And practice this every day. This is really key. If you want to become better at touching uh, or, or getting in touch with your intuition, you got to practice every day. So for me, um, one of the ways that I practice is through meditation. You know, I'll sit here and um, sometimes I've got this little, uh, I guess it's a diffuser, but it's also got several different color lights on it. So sometimes my meditation is just sitting here and watching that, just watching the colors kind of go. I'm not trying to get rid of anything in my mind. I'm not trying to, you know, clear my mind out or anything. I'm literally just looking at the colors and something will come to me. I'll either see something or I'll hear something and I'll write that down. Sometimes it's just in the shower and I'll hear something and I'll write that down. So, you know, having a notebook with you might be, might be good. Um, or if I'm talking to someone and I'm feeling something, I ask myself, is this mine or is this theirs? So practicing this every day, it really helps you to kind of hone these skills to, to tune in, to clean out a little bit better. And then what happens when, when you work on just one, so if, if you're brand new to this, just pick the one that you think is your primary, get better at that one. And then over time, you can work on the other ones and get better at those. So for me, you know, the, the smell and taste, honestly, the, I just haven't really focused on that, but I'm, I'm working with my friends who know more about the symbols around smell and taste. And, you know, sometimes something will occur and I'll, I'll ask them, Hey, what does this mean? They're like, Oh yeah, that means this. Oh, awesome. Cool. Right. And also remember that as we're working on our intuition and these skills, you know, we don't want it to be some cool parlor trick, right? Some, some, like some people say, oh, it's a Jedi mind trick. Nope. I'm not, I'm not manipulating. I'm not controlling. I, I'm, I'm, you know, ethically helping a person however they want to be helped, right? We're not doing this to say, oh, look how cool this is, right? To show our friends. No, we're doing it so that we can have a message. There is a, a message, a meaning in it. 
And it's either for you or for another person or for both. And it has to have an action step aligned with it. So for example, when the Cardinal came to me and I finally understood, okay, you're, you're here a few days in a row. And I looked it up and um, I, I don't remember all the things that, that it said, but basically I had a decision to make. And I kind of knew that anyway, but this was just a, um, you know, this was source saying, yeah, rem- you know what you need to do. And so I made that decision and I was all of a sudden I had more peace in my heart and I could move on with my day. Okay. So it's not just some cool parlor trick that we can show our friends. Look, I can see this because when we do that, we're not in alignment with this and, and that gift is going to stop. So continue to develop this every single day. And I promise you, you're going to start to receive different ideas and messages that are really going to make a difference in your life. All right, with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.